It's Friday. Congratulations, you've made it. Have you ever noticed how amazing the energy is around a Friday? You could literally do the same thing every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and do it the same on Friday. And yet on Friday, you do it with a completely different energy. It's as if you get up, get your coffee and congratulate yourself for surviving. And now it doesn't matter what happens in the day. It's Friday. I don't care. It's Friday. And I think as funny and as true as it sounds, because there's some of you nodding with me because I'm nodding right now. It's just like the positive energy around that. As simple as that is, it's a great example of the strength we have in our narratives and how quickly just changing how we're looking at something, putting a positive spin on something can radically change our energy around it, right? Just telling ourselves it's Friday, doing the exact same work as Monday changes everything. And so when we talk about changing your narrative, when we talk about positive reinforcement, when we talk about empowering others, it's the same thing. Now, as always, I came into this week, it feels like as always the last couple weeks, I came into this week, I came into this day of recording with one idea in mind. And I was very set on it. I was ready to go. And then I pivoted. And the reason I decided to pivot is for two very important things that are happening in this month and in this day. And the first one is, is mental health awareness, which you may be able to accurately guess is incredibly important to me as a counselor and as a coach out there in the world trying to encourage people's stories. And number two is the fact that we're celebrating National Coming Out Day. And I think, although you may disagree with me, these two very wonderfully collaborate together. Because what they're both doing is normalizing things that should be normal. To be aware that people struggle and suffer, that there are chemical imbalances in the world, that there is pain in the world, that pain management hasn't been well addressed when it comes to that kind of pain, we have to acknowledge it. That's important. That's a big deal. I wish we didn't have this month because we shouldn't have this month. It should be normal because it is normal because 65% of us are dealing with it. And on the flip side of that, or on the other side of that coin, or the other day that we're celebrating, National Coming Out Day, to my fellow friends in the LGBT community, um, first, allies, we love you, but those who are actually physical beings inside that, it's a day of celebration for you that you had the courage and the strength to bring your story to the forefront. Everyone has a story or a moment that they've come out or they're still working on it, maybe because of their own internal demons, maybe because of how they were raised or how they're afraid other people will react to them. And I first want to say that when you take that energy or when you took that energy or if today you took that energy and you had that strength and you took that step forward, that you did not do that in vain. In fact, your story doesn't end in the moment that you have the courage to speak those words because when you did that or when you do that, you are empowering others to do the same. You are giving them permission 
to own their story too. And that is the most radical thing you can do for another human being, releasing them and allowing them that courage. A second thing I want to say is that I am so sorry both to the mental health awareness and to those who have had to come out that you had to do it. I'm sorry that there is a stigma around your story because one or both of those are part of your story. It shouldn't be. In fact, your story is amazing and beautiful and vibrant and maybe better because of those things. And I hope that we continue to be brave in sharing out our struggles and our challenges and our pains and then ultimately our victories. Because the more we share and the more we empower others to share, the farther away we get from needing to celebrate a day or a month and the closer we get to that being part of an everyday existence for human beings. And so I've talked about sharing our stories. I've talked about healing and a lot of subjects in between. And today I want to talk about my story in hopes that in sharing it, I give you a bit of courage to share your own. And therefore, maybe you're giving it to the next person. Because what I want you to know more than anything else is that if you deal with mental health issues or struggles or pains, if you've dealt with depression, if you have anxiety, if you get stressed, if you've come out, that you're not alone. Too often we're trying to hide that behind a metaphorical closet or the door of a counselor and we're worried that if we tell someone they will think we're less and I have news for you I think you're more the bravest human beings I have ever met in my life and it's consistent are those who have gone through really hard things and come out the other side to say I am who I am now because of where I've been. And I'm not ashamed of where I've been because it's going to take me to where I'm going to go. And so if you're dealing with shame in your story, I mean, we're not judging. Everyone has dealt with shame. But what I want to do is humble myself a little bit and share a little bit of what I've gone through to help maybe paint a new paint, uh, a new canvas for you that you don't have to be dealing with shame, that you are beautiful and enough and fantastic and handsome and perfectly in place to live the best life possible, regardless of what you're going through. See, I think for for me and a lot of the people who've who've written into me or um, maybe are are new friends to me or or close friends to me even, um, know me as a person who... Uh, is is probably deeply opinionated, <laughs> um, very passionate about about people, 
um, very uh, outspoken when it comes to people celebrating their stories, living their best lives, being positive, changing the narrative, um, going out and making sure that you're taking care of your body and your mind and your soul, proactive about meeting up with people, uh, deeply engaged in the relationships that matter the most to me. And so when they hear all those things and see all those things, those are the best things about me. Um, I have a lot of things that aren't so great about me or that I have to work out on a daily basis. But when they see the best things about me, they assume that things are easy for me or that I've come, I've overcome all of my battles and now I'm in this really positive place. And um, that's a really nice compliment, uh, but it's not a reality. See, the thing is, is sometimes when we go through really deep doubts of depression, whether it's uh, situationally based, right? We go through a, a really horrible loss or, or a bad breakup, or um, we get fired from a job that we love, or we get let go from a job that we love, or we have to move from the place that we've always wanted to be, or we're not where we should be, or we lose a child. When we go through a situation, depression can be triggered. It also can be triggered by genetics and, and the chemistry of our bodies. And I think oftentimes when we get through that wave, whether it's you know a couple months or a couple of years, we think everything's going to be fine. And we punish ourselves if we go back into it or if we have a really positive wave, right? Maybe in those first couple of weeks, there's these really two, three great days, and then we go back down in it, and we say, what's wrong with me? I should be over this by now. Or someone says, what's wrong with you? You should be over this by now. And what scares me is that people will look at my story and how outspoken and positive I try to be, and then judge it against their story and say, well, I should be okay now too. And so that's when I say I'm very um, desperately desiring to be honest and humble with you because if I'm going to be a voice into the community, then you deserve an honest voice in the community. And the truth is I still deal with darkness. In fact, right now in my life, I am struggling with that tension I'm feeling heaviness around me and I definitely fight it. I definitely try to be as positive as possible and go into the world um, speaking truths, but that doesn't mean that there aren't cloudy moments or cloudy days for me. In fact, I was just having a conversation um, this week where I've decided to go back to counseling for myself for a little bit because what I'm feeling inside me is the chemical imbalance that I personally deal with. Um, and maybe it's situational. I, I, I got to be honest with you, I don't know. And I'm telling you this um, and not going into great detail, not because I'm purposely being vague, but because I'm actually at a place where I don't know. And that's the humbling part of this conversation is sometimes we really desperately need to put a label around something because then we can give our pers ourselves permission to be in the midst of it or berate ourselves for being in the midst of it. And life isn't always perfectly boxed up or perfectly labeled. Sometimes we feel heavy and we go through hard things and there isn't a perfect way to fix it. There isn't a mathematical equation that we can sketch out and move forward inside it. But what I think we can do is be transparent and honest about our journey 
and vulnerable enough to tell someone when we need help. Um, vulnerability is um, one of those weak points of mine. Maybe it's because of, you know, my background and my profession. I assume that I should be able to fix myself. Um, but my guess is, is you probably feel the same way. And so I don't really get to use that excuse. There's this stigma in our, our lives and in our world where it says, just get back up, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, just keep going. If you fall down, get back up. And in theory, that's what we want to do. When we go through the lows, we want to come into the highs. However, life is never as simple as getting back up. It's not as simple as falling off your bike for the first time, dusting off your knees and trying again. Sometimes the lulls happen without warning. Sometimes the lulls happen with a whole bunch of warnings and we're still surprised by it. Sometimes we're shook by loss that we didn't see coming. Loss of relationship or uh, professional, personal, any of that, location. And now we are stuck in the middle of dealing with a situation that we didn't wanna be a part of. And we have to take our steps through it but it's not that easy. It's not as easy as getting up after falling off a bike. You almost feel pinned down by it. As if the bike is laying on top of you. And what do you do then? How do you deal with it then? And that's where I'm at today. And I know that the way I'm leading you into this conversation, it feels like I'm going to give you a 10-point plan. I'm not. Instead, what I want to do is give you permission to be under that bike. Now, it does come with stipulations. This is not conditional love by any means. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect in order to, to be praised. But it comes with stipulations that you are transparent about being stuck there and that you are open to working towards getting up. When we force ourselves to get up before we're ready, it's just as damaging as staying down. Sometimes it's worse because weeks, months, or years later, we'll realize that we've been dragging that bike or that situation or that loss with us this entire time. So what I tell people and what I'm working on telling myself right now is that it's okay to feel the weight of what you're going through. Maybe you can label it as that bike. and Maybe you have no idea why there's pressure sitting on top of your chest right now. It is okay to feel it. It is okay to stay there for a moment and be exposed to it. Work through identifying it if you don't know what it is. Seek out help, whether it's professional um, or personal. Do not sit there alone. Those are my three conditional things. Make sure that you allow yourself to feel it. Make sure you're willing to hear ways to work yourself up to getting up. And make sure that you're not doing it alone. See, the one thing I do love about mental health awareness 
is the courage that people have to share their stories and to remind us how dangerous it is to suffer alone. We are connective human beings. We crave connection. We crave human interaction. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't have to be a whole bunch of people. In fact, it probably should only be a few really good people. But we can't do this alone. You are not meant to do this alone. And I beg you to have the courage to speak up. Healing is a very complicated, messy thing. But it can happen and it will happen if you give yourself the gray space and time to get through it. My story is ongoing. Maybe yours is too. I've dealt with depression since I was um, in high school. And I did a lot of things wrong. In fact, the three spouts of major depression that I went through um, prior to now, I don't know if this is a major spurt or not, um, but three I went through before, not a single time did I openly communicate to those around me what I was going through. Not a single time. It wasn't until it got too bad or it got out of control, or it had completely consumed me, did I seek help. And one of the reasons I went into the profession that I went into and got the degree that I got was because I wanted to make sure that other people didn't feel as alone in their story as I did during those times. I have never felt more scared and more alone and unsure of what I was supposed to do. And I genuinely believe that we need to free ourselves from the stigma of hurting and pain and darkness is a weakness. It's part of life. I have not met anyone except maybe like a little niece or nephew that hasn't gone through something awful, who hasn't gone through heartache and pain. So that automatically means that it's human and not a weakness. And in fact, I will repeat it, the strongest, bravest, most inspiring people in my life right now are people who have gone through the darkness, the deep, deep darkness, and have come out the other side, not only willing to talk about their story, but to help others learn from their story. And you don't have to be that person. You don't have to put yourself on display. But choose a few people that you trust to hold you accountable to yourself. You are enough as you are, regardless if you are in the darkness or maybe the grayness or in the light. And wherever you find yourself, whenever you find yourself, wherever you're hoping to go, or maybe wherever you failed to go, that continues to be the case. The most consistent thing about you is that you need air to breathe. You need blood in your heart to beat and to stay alive. And that you are enough no matter where you are. Those are the three things that will never change. You could be living the worst case scenario right now. You could have fucked up majorly. 
You could be ruining relationships because you don't know how to deal with your depression. You could be going through the worst breakup of your life. You could be living a false narrative. You could have just gotten fired from your job. You could have just hurt a friend that you loved dearly. You could be living your worst case scenario. And this is a truth regardless. And I'm telling you this not to give you permission to continue to rage (laughs) into the negatives, but for you to stop berating yourself and maybe give yourself the opportunity to turn back around or to turn right instead of left. No one escapes pain, but how we deal with it and how open we can be about it It changes the game. It normalizes us as humans. I don't want to be the Joneses. I don't want to try to keep up with them. I'm positive they're miserable. I want to be me and I want to be human. And I want to experience the realness of life. And I want you to be you. And I want you to be human. And I want you to experience the realness of life. We are all walking collections of stories and experiences and connections. Own it, feel it enough, and then be willing to get back up. The last thing, so the other thing that I wanna say or the last thing that I wanna say is for my friends who are going through National Coming Out Day, where it's not just a day to look back, but it's a day that I am actively present in. Whether I just recently came out, or I'm still working on how do I come out to everybody else. And I wanna say that the beautiful thing about Coming Out Day is for you to be able to read over and over and over again that your story is not unique, and that's not to make you less, but to help you feel like there's an entire community around you who understands what you're going through, who wants to hear your story, and who wants to band around you and say that you are enough as you are who you are right now. I am so desperately sorry for any of the pain that you are going through. I know how hard it is to explain it to your friends who never had to come out or your family who saw you one way and now you're explaining that you actually were hiding the whole time and you're another way and for them not to understand. The thing that I will tell you or the one one thing I wanna leave you with is that the quote, it gets better, is not just a cute phrase. It does get better. It may be different. It may not be perfect, but it gets better. And why it gets better is because you begin to own your truth. It doesn't have anything to do with anyone else. When you can get comfortable with your truth and you can finally feel courageous to live through that truth and you find acceptance in that truth day over day, that's when it gets better. And of course, my hope and the community around you's hope is that other people that you're hoping will come around will come around and they will join forces with you. 
be courageous in your story, in your timing, and know that your truth matters. You were not meant to live half alive. You were not meant to have one part in the open and the other part, the silent half of you in the background. If you want to talk to someone, if you need to talk to someone, please reach out to those around you. I myself wrote an entire book on coming out called the My Silent Half Project because I had a silent half as well and I understand how scary and difficult it is to come out. We see you and we hear you and we celebrate you. But to everyone, everywhere, be transparent in your story. Be open to feeling the pain and working through it or going backwards and reworking through it. Your mental health your spirit's health is your livelihood. It matters. You matter. Happy Friday.